Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Santa, you could win in APCO's Cash for Chrissy competition. That's right, APCO Joe. There's 1K to brighten your day. And 1K to give away to a mate for Christmas. APCO's Cash for Chrissy on now at APCO. <laughs> Uh, the Winter Olympics all get started tonight. Can you believe that? 11.05, Aussies in action straight away in the mixed doubles of the curling. Now, Tali Gill, Dean Hewitt, our first ever curling team that we've ever sent to an Olympics, and that's what kickstarts our campaign in Beijing. It'll all be on Channel 7. Uh, make sure you get that 7 app. It was a godsend during the Olympics for us all, and it will be for the Winter Olympics as well. Mark Beretta, long-time reporter, host, uh, sporting personality with Channel 7, will be at the forefront of their coverage and he's been good enough to jump on the phone with us before he flies out tomorrow. G'day, Barretts. Hey, g'day. It's an exciting time, isn't it, start of a Winter Olympics. I mean, they're, they're just fun. They're just a great event. You know, you get that, to me, you get that atmosphere of, um, of winter sport where you've got, you know, people compete hard during the day, but boy, they party hard at night as well. It's pretty good. It's often, it's, I remember speaking to Mark Howard about it, saying a very similar thing, that, that that's that's the joy of it. It seems to have a much more like an X Games-y vibe than it would a, a, a Summer Olympics. Yeah, yeah, not not the traditional, not like the traditional Summer Games. I mean, it's a third of the size, so it's a lot mm. smaller. Um, but it just has that, that, you know, that, I guess that, that European feel of, you know, yes. you, you, you compete hard, you, you do your best and you rip, you rip in, but... At the end of the day, you have a bit of fun. And uh, over the years, this will be my sixth Winter Olympic Games. And, uh, boy, we have enjoyed some fun at night at the Winter Olympics. I like it. Uh, 44 athletes we've sent, our strongest ever contingent of women as well, which is brilliant, 23 of, of those. 15 medals in our Winter Olympics history. Where do you think we're most likely to add to that tally, Mark? Um, I think there's a few good chances. Maddie Graham is a good one in the Moguls, which actually mm. uh, gets underway tomorrow night. That's early. Um, he's had a he's a rough run. I mean, he was probably sitting. Well, he was sitting number one in the world. Um, broke his collarbone, had um, 13 pins or something inserted into his collarbone. Has got back out there and is is a tra- was a training today. Um, if if he can get you know put that beside him and and push on. Uh, he, he can do really well. He, he's a really good chance. So I like him. Scotty James in snowboard is always a good good chance. Scotty James in the winter team is like the Paddy Mills to the summer team. Yeah. Um, Scotty just brings that team together, you know, and he's great spirit, um, amazing athlete. Picked up that gold medal at the uh, X Games over the weekend in the States. So he's in pretty good shape. Uh, we're in snowboard slope style. Uh, Tess Cody, a good chance in there as well. Now, Bruce, um, tell me about her. I'm, I'm hearing a lot about this Tess Cody. Georgie Parker was on the station today saying that by the end of the Olympics, she could be one of the biggest names uh, in Australian sport. Yeah. She's, she's a bit of an Emma McKeon to me. You know, she's just flying under the radar. Um, she's, you know, in slope style, she does some big wild things and, I think she's look. If she doesn't get a medal, I'd be pretty surprised. And uh, you will you'll be impressed with what she does. And I reckon by the end of the game, she'll be one of the, the names that we really know. Um, Britt Cox is there in the women's moguls too. Um, she's a good one, and Jakara Anthony as well. But we've got four girls in the moguls for Australia, which is great. 
Um, Brie Walker in the the monobob, our slider. She's yes. fantastic. So she's a, a strong strong chance as well. But well, it's interesting because we've got, you know, our, our Aussies, we're not big in numbers, but we are high in quality. You know, mm. in the World Stage and in World Cups, we're actually doing really, really well. Um, you know, even our, our curlers tonight in their first Olympic Games for Australia, um, they're regarded as a, as a pretty solid chance because they've beaten some of the big combinations before. So, you know, they've got nothing to lose and they could cause a few upsets. And curling's been really interesting. I, I actually had a crack at it at Pyeongchang last, last time around. A guy called Hugh Milliken, who's an Australian, is actually the head of world curling. And uh, he took me out there on the ice and gave me a bit of a lesson. It was, it's a lot of fun. It's a, it's a good sport. So, you know, it's massive in Canada. They Virtually any night in winter in mm. Canada, you're watching live curling. Um, and that's where our Aussies have been training and rounding up their preps. And, and I had a chat to Tali and Dean uh, yesterday. And, um, you know, they're, they're hyped. They're, they're really, really keen. And Tali had that bit of a scare on the way to uh, Beijing where she tested positive for COVID. So um, they took her aside for a day or two and, and she returned two negative tests and, and she was fine. So, um, you know, that, that's beside them now. And I reckon I'll settle down and I'll do pretty well tonight and tomorrow night. They're up against the USA tonight, which will be a big clash. Yeah, they won all seven of their qualifiers, which is just phenomenal. I wanted to ask you about our snowboard cross team. I'd imagine there's going to be a fair bit of emotion around this team. It was in 2020 that Alex Chumpy Pullen uh, tragically died. And with Bell Brockoff uh, and, and Jared Hughes, who won the mixed event at the 2021 World Cup. And Bell, we know, heartbreaking, lost the semi in 2018, but was fourth at the World Cup. Jared mm. Hughes is coming off a surgery, but he was second in, uh, in 2018. And, and with... Um, Voltier, the, the winner of the last two gold medals in the men's, having retired, there's a real chance for some success there. Yeah, absolutely. And and two great campaigners, two two season campaigners. Mm. And you'd have to say their time is around about now. You know, they they're in a good space and uh, but yeah, gosh, that um, brings up a lot of memories when you when you talk about Chumpy. What a mm. what a legend he was and, and I think that, you know, that he'll certainly be in, in the forefront of minds for all of our team because um, you know, be a tough game is not having Chumpy there. And, and, you know, I talk about Scotty James and what he brought to the team, and Chumpy was the same. You know, Chumpy was just a, a great spirit. He was heart and soul of the winter team. And he, he'll be, you know, really, really massively sadly missed. But, um, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll, they'll take a bit of positivity, a bit of, bit of strength from that, and, and do it for Chumpy would be great. A, a couple more I want to ask you about, Barrett. Um, Laura Peel in the aerials. Um, we've had a great success yes. here with your Camplin in 02 and Lassler in 2010. She was gold at the 2021 yep. World Cup and then dominated the Deer Valley aerials recently. She seems like a really, really strong chance and one we should keep an eye on. Yeah, we're always good in aerials, which is great, as you mentioned. I mean, you go back to, gosh, Kirsty Marshall, Marshall yes. Jackie Cooper. Um, I actually got I got to call uh, Lisa Camplin's gold medal in Salt Lake City, which was probably the highlight of my commentating career. But wow. um, yeah, you know we we do that really well. You know we we've just had um, and Jeff Lipshutt, who's our chef de Michon, he's the boss of the team. He's been the man behind the freestyle aerials, mm. um, you know, campaign for for decades now. You know, really giving it his heart and soul, um, along with Michael Kennedy. So we've got some amazing talent in freestyle aerials, and we're known, you know, as a dominant world freestyle aerials force. So, yeah, Laura Peel, um, right on track, you know, a really good chance as well. Isn't that interesting? Sort of as we, as we work our way through the team, you come up with, with these athletes who are a really good chance to medal. And, you know, the, the rest of the world, certainly the Europeans don't often, you know, they just don't consider Australia as, as much of a, a contender. But, they're, they're, you know, in the last few Winter Olympics, they've really opened their eyes to Australia and what we're doing. And our, our winter program is just so good. You know, our facilities are good. 
the aerialists have that water jump now up in Brisbane, which has been fantastic. Yep. Um, they've had tremendous support. You know, Buller's been a, a great supporter of, of winter sports for a long time. Um, the Grollos have been great supporters of, of winter sports. You know, it's all of that early work that's been done, you know, you, you think back to some of the, the, the great early people involved in the sport, like Kirsty Marshall and Jackie Cooper, and, you know, they, they have built, helped build this incredible foundation. And, you know, now we're, we're really picking the fruit of that. And, and these games, I think, you know, we're, we're really going to see some, some solid results. Given that, I mean, we've only got, we've got 43 athletes in the team. Um, you know, compared to the team that we take away for, for a summer games, it's about a tenth of the size, but, as I say, they're, they're quality. So, you know, look for some good results for sure. Speaking to Mark Beretta, is going to be an integral part of Channel 7's coverage of the Beijing Winter Olympics. The uh, curling starts tonight. The opening ceremony is on Friday. And then uh, the moguls, uh, we've got a strong contingent of eight athletes in the moguls tomorrow night as well. Um, Barrett, one of the things that Channel 7 does brilliantly, whether it be Summer Olympics or Winter Olympics, is find us the stories, the human stories. And, and I still have memories of, of those from, from the Summer Olympics that really you know, heart-touching ones. Where do you think those stories, and have you already been doing the packages on some that we're going to, you know, that we won't want to miss learning about some of these athletes? Yeah, you bet. And, I mean, winter athletes just by their nature have, have so many great stories. I mean, Bree Walker, um, who's our slider in the, in the monobob, first time at the um, the Winter Olympics for that sport, um, she's just a gun, but she started life as a hurdler, and she, she hates the cold, you know. This is, this is not easy for her. Um, <laughs> But, uh, you know, the, the stories like that, you know, today we had our, uh, uh, we did some work today with the, the two sets of parents um, for our, our curlers. And Tali's mum was watching the Winter Olympics on seven a few years ago, looked at curling and, and thought, actually, I like the look of that. So she rang around a few local ice rinks, found there was a, a curling competition that was sort of, you know, very, really, very young and, and, mm. and you know, hadn't been around very long, rounded up a few friends and they got this curling um, organisation going in Brisbane and, you know, she started and then the, the girls started and the end result is we've got Tali there as our, our first female competitor in, in the curling tonight. So, you know, the, the, everybody, to come from Australia and be competitive in winter sports around the world, you've got to have a good story. You know, that just doesn't happen naturally. So there, there are some absolute rippers and, yeah, you, you'll see them all. We've put a fair bit of work into that. Hey, how big a story, Barrett, is the the story that we're hearing about Elaine uh, Gu, if I'm pronouncing that correctly? And it's been a little while ago now, but uh, grew up in the US. Um, this is someone who's got about 20 to 30 endorsement deals from companies all around the world. Massive name and a huge profile. Decided to compete for China instead of the US. And that has really thrown a cat amongst the international pigeons at an event where we're already on tender hooks, um, diplomacy-wise. Um, how yeah. big a story is this? Yeah, pretty massive. And, you know, the, the Olympics just... just breeds these stories you know generally every games has a, has a big story like this the interesting thing is we've not seen many athletes go that direction you know you get so many athletes who are who are keen to get to the u.s or you know to a to a big western nation but um it, it'll be an interesting one to follow and obviously um look there'll be there'll be a lot of um oh, how would i say a lot of chest beating i think coming out maybe from the host nation um you know about about what they're mm. doing and, and they're on show to the world you know and, and we know that and Gosh, the venues are absolutely sensational. The best venues we've ever had for an Olympic Winter Games. Um, the great thing I love is the um, the Ice Circle, which is the the venue for speed skating, was actually designed by Australian architects. 
Wow. Um, which is absolutely brilliant. It's, I reckon it's the best-looking venue. You'll, you'll see plenty of it, but where the short track speed skating is, it's called the Ice Circle. It's in Beijing, and um, you know, uh, Brisbane architects have designed that. They beat off 60 other companies from around the world to win that contract and get it done. So uh, when you see it, you'll recognise it. it. It's the most spectacular venue. The other thing I really like, too, is the... Um, the Ice Cube that was the swimming venue for Beijing 2008, uh, that is home to the curling. So, um, <laughs> you know, recycling of Olympic venues. Absolutely. And the main stadium, the Bird's Nest, uh, will, will host uh, the, the opening and closing and, and a few events in between as well. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty clever. I was just talking to the guys today who are already down on the ground, and, and there was minus 21 today, which is... Um, you know, for winter games, that's actually considered very, very cold, and the, the snow looks pretty fresh and powdery. So, you know, conditions look like they'll be they'll be pretty good. Last question, Brett, before I let you go. Um, if you could nominate someone to Bradbury, uh, who would it be? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee, that's a hard one. Look, I, oh, um, I would probably, for me, I, I would love to see. I want to see Bree Walker win a win a medal. Coming yeah. out of summer sport hurdling. Um, you know, and stepping into the mono, Bob, it, it, it's a brand new event. It's the first time at the Winter Olympic Games. To grab a gold medal there would be fantastic because it is full on guts, that sport. You know, you would, you're pushing yourself to your absolute limit. When your mind is saying, no, stop, slow down, you're telling your body to just, just go faster. We're going to have a crack at this. And I just think it's such a gutsy sport. And it, it's not without a terrific injuries when things go wrong. And, and I think that's obviously in the mind of every competitor. But you know, the speed and the, the courage and the control that's required are fantastic. And look, I, I, for me, that'd be a highlight. If, if Bree could pull a gold medal, that, that would be a real milestone. And there's every chance that she will. She certainly, she seems from talking to her in, in the right headspace and she's done all the hard work and she's at the top of the sport internationally. So I reckon that, for me, that'd be the moment. And, and Scotty James, for me, too, I, I, you know, after his bronze at Pyeongchang, I'd love to see Scotty up get up and get a gold medal because I think, you know, he, he he just didn't get what he wanted in uh, the last Winter Olympics. So, you know, for Scotty to get it, bring home a gold medal, he's such a lovely bloke and, and so important to that team and, and just a, a great Australian. So, you know, they're, they're probably my two I'd really be watching out for. Absolutely. And if you can knock off Sean White, what an achievement. That's knocking off the goat. Hey, yes. Brett, enjoy, mate. Um, That's your seventh time doing it, uh, as you say. This is uh, going to be uh, phenomenal games for so many different reasons, all on Channel 7, and we won't miss a moment of it. Um, have a great time. Thanks so much. Thanks. Pleasure to chat and uh, enjoy it. It's going to be a great game. Go Australia. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um... Occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand.